You're tuned into tomorrow. Right here on the Advanced Media Network. This is an important announcement for anyone who wants health insurance, even if you miss the deadline. Right now, you can get the health insurance you and your family need from top insurance providers, even if you have pre-existing conditions or no insurance at all. The Plus Benefits Health Insurance toll-free number has been extended to help anyone who wants health insurance coverage now, or if you need a better plan or a lower price. Call Plus Benefits Health Insurance now at 800-332-1993. The call is 100% free and the help is real. Call 800-332-1993. That's 800-332-1993. Welcome into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline, the interactive radio network program with the latest in high-tech products and services and the experts who bring them to you. This is Into Tomorrow. Here's Dave Graveline. Thank you for tuning Into Tomorrow for the weekend of Friday, March 5th. 2021. It's our 26th year on the air. And why do we always give the Friday dates going into the weekends? Because our stations, uh, some air them on Saturday, some on Sunday, some on both days. Or if you can listen uh, anytime uh, during the year, you'll know what show we're talking about if you want to go back and check our uh, website for more information. You might be hearing our stream seven weeks from now and saying, March 5th? What was so important about that date? Well, that happened to be this week's show. Or you could be listening seven years from now to an old podcast. True. In which case, is COVID done yet? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And let's hope we're going to say, remember back then, seven years ago, when Dave had no voice? Yeah. And all I wanted for my birthday, which is now, thank you for remembering. I was about to say, I was waiting for a pause in the action here to to wish you a happy birthday. Well, thanks, but we can't pause on the radio, because then it's dead air, and it sounds like this. Well... See, and then we have board operators all around the country panicking. It just seemed a little awkward to to go right from COVID to your birthday, so I was trying to find a better segue. I was trying to think in terms of of still alive to celebrate it in spite of the lack of voice. Two months is the longest I've ever had a throat issue like this. And that's why the doctors are saying they all think it's post-COVID related. Well, great. What else is new? My elbow hurts. Oh, post-COVID. Oh, please. Come on. How many more things are we going to blame on it? Everything. Haven't had the flu, though. I don't think anybody's had the no, flu. I don't think so. And, of course, some people attribute that to everybody social distancing and wearing masks. So we're not spreading the flu around. See, or I, colds. And I've been telling people to social distance away from me forever. So yeah. it's, you know, I was doing it before it was cool. You were and still are. Yeah. So how about that? <laughs> Tech news and commentary. And then we'll get to your calls. Donald in North Carolina standing by, among others. AT&T announced that it would be spinning off its TV business, including DirecTV, AT&T TV, and Uverse. Does anybody care? No. no. Um, in a deal that it claimed would greatly benefit the company's customers, employees, and shareholders. Now, the deal provides AT&T with a $7.8 billion cash infusion to pay down debt and recent wireless spectrum purchases. Why don't they discount our Internet connection then? Yeah. Um, And a 70% stake in the uh, quote-unquote new DirecTV. But it also values the entire operation at around $16.25 billion, which is a massive loss from the $67 billion that AT&T paid just a few years earlier just for DirecTV. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so I think it's safe to say they've kind of taken a hit. I think so. Hope you don't own any AT&T stock. And frankly, I'm surprised DirecTV is still a thing. Yeah, me too. I don't know if anybody that even has it anymore. 
you know, or any satellite. I still have the dish, dish on my house from like three years ago. It's just because I don't want to pay anybody to come and take it down. No, there you go. Yeah, I still have, I think, a dish satellite receiver. I haven't used them in forever. We just a month ago took your Voom satellite dish off your house. Show of hands, how many people remember Voom? How many people even know what Voom is or was? I'll bet we've got some people listening. And if you're the first one to call in and tell me about Voom and if you used it and what you used it for, we'll send you a prize. How about that? 800-899-INTO, or use our Into Tomorrow app. But we want to hear you. Don't just send an email or a text. We want to hear you talk about Voom, and I'll get you a good prize. The only hint we'll give you is it was the first of its kind. There you go. Okay. (laughs) We can live with that. You were talking about uh, AT&T, DirecTV, TV stuff. Well, do you like really big TVs? Yes. Of course. Don't we all? (laughs) Size does matter. Do you have a spare $156,000? No. Well, see, if you did, Samsung announced a 110-inch 4K micro LED TV, and it's on sale for $156,000, normally closer to $200,000. They also teased a 76-inch size to go with the 88 and 99-inch models that are, of course, a little less money. Uh-huh. But I would say, hey, go for the one hundred and fifty-six thousand dollar one, if you like one hundred and ten inch, and you want you know four mortgages on your house to pay yeah. for it. Well, or you just need to move because you don't have a big enough house to put it in. Yeah, well, that's 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 how you know you're a true tech enthusiast is if you buy a house based on the tech you have. Yes, buy a house to fit your TV, not a TV to fit your house. But look what <laughs> we've been doing with our homes. We've been retrofitting our homes to be a lot smarter, more tech. And sometimes it gets carried away because we also have a lot of tech failures as a result. How many times we've asked Alexa or Google Home to turn on or off a light or something, and it just doesn't. And how many times you have to reset your, air quotes, smart plugs that aren't so smart and things like that. So it's a double-edged sword, but I'd still rather have the tech. Me too. Okay. NASA's brand-new Perseverance rover is the most advanced machine that's ever landed on Mars. But when it comes to rovers, uh, state-of-the-art is a subjective term. Mm-hmm. Perseverance is running on none other than a PowerPC 750, single-core, 233 megahertz processor with just 6 million transistors that's most famous for powering the original Bondi Blue iMac from 1998. <laughs> wow! <laughs> you would think that they would have had a more modern CPU, but for this mission? Well, apparently Mars' atmosphere offers far less protection from harmful radiation than Earth, and a bad burst of radiation can badly wreck the sensitive electronics of modern processors, and the more complex the chip, the more can go wrong. Which is why they're having Mm. to use these older processors. True. And because of those conditions, Perseverance actually features two computing modules. One is a backup just in case something goes wrong, which is standard operating procedure at NASA. That's something they do all the time. You always have a redundant system for everything. Yeah, true. Wow. Well, see, that explains it then. Now I understand why they're using old technology. Yeah, well, it's just like when you think about the, uh, the the flight that went to the moon. It had less computing power than an iPhone. Yeah. <laughs> or a smartphone in yeah. general. Because everything isn't iPhones, you iPhoney. Yes, it is. So iPhones, iPads, iWatches. iWatches, yeah. No, <laughs> iPhoney is what you're talking about. Um, did you know that plants set a bedtime alarm? No. Okay, well, listen up. You might set an alarm to wake up, but turns out plants set an alarm to go to sleep. 
Humans sleep in part to store up energy for the day. However, plants use their bedtime alarm to let them know when to start storing up energy so that they can survive the night. I don't know how techy that is, but I found it fascinating <laughs> and wanted to share it with our audience. And since you're a green thumber growing all kind of stuff in your backyard, this guy, I want our audience to know, grows more pineapples than anyone I've ever known. Even, I mean, he could start a pineapple farm. How many do you have now in your backyard? I have about 12 to 14 pineapple plants in my backyard. And they always grow pineapples, and they're the tastiest, juiciest, wonderfulest pineapples ever. And I have a few coconuts. Great on pizza. And I have a few coconut trees that I've grown from seeds. So I tell people that I've got my uh, pina colada farm. You do. (laughs) Boy, do you ever. But he's also growing disgusting stuff, too, like kale and, and jalapenos. Oh, my gosh. He's got a lot of stuff in his backyard. It's really weird. Yeah, well, it gave me something to do during the pandemic. And I tell you what, whenever I've gone over to the house when you have Cam on your Cam weekends, he is the first thing he wants to do. He's so proud to take me out to the garden and tell me about everything. Of course, he's reading the labels you've put on everything. But I act like I don't know you've put labels on them. How do you know that? He said, because look at the plant. See, it's a corn plant. And then you had to say, that's on the left. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, the only reason I put the labels is because I can't remember what I plant. So I well, have to true. put the labels for me to remember what's but that, there. <laughs> but you're growing tomatoes and you're growing everything, just everything. That that's grow. one of the good things about living in South Florida. It's a, we've got a year-round growing season for everything. Yeah, very true. Oh, and you've probably heard some states may soon expand the availability of a program that uses digital cards to smartphones to verify users' COVID-19 vaccination status. New York State tested the Excelsior Pass at recent sporting events at Madison Square Garden and in Brooklyn's Barclays Center. So we're going to see that, which I hope is a good thing, because to this moment, since I've had both shots of the Pfizer vaccine, I have to just carry this goofy card that's bigger than any other card in my wallet. So it's not convenient either. I mean, I've taken a picture of it, and I carry that on my phone, but who knows? And they're they're easily doctored with Photoshop and stuff. So at some point, though, I'm assuming this Excelsior Pass is something a little more authentic and legit. And probably we would need to travel internationally or at least get back into the country. Hmm. Something to think about, but hopefully it'll continue to progress. Yeah. Instagram mistakenly and temporarily hid the like counts for a large swath of users this past week, and people lost their minds. I'll bet. (laughs) I wondered why I didn't get so many likes on some of my Instagram posts. Well, the change came with no warning or explanation. Instagram users simply logged on, went to check to see how many people appreciated their latest post, which, of course, is another thing that's wrong with uh, social media. Yeah. And instead of text revealing the exact number of likes their post had gained, users were merely told that it was liked by some so-and-so account and others. Yep. Uh, this change affected everyone in users' feeds as well, so they couldn't see how many likes other people's Instagram posts got either. Now, according to Instagram, this expansion of a test that has been in place for many users for months was entirely unintentional, as evidenced by its prompt reversal a few hours after it went live. A Facebook spokesperson, who of course owns Instagram, said, We've been testing a new experience to hide likes on feed posts. Earlier today, we unintentionally added more people to the tests, which was a bug. <laughs> I like how they say yeah. it was a bug. Of course, all this pr- does is prove my point you know, that I've been saying for years is that people are way too reliant on the number of likes they get on a post. I like a lot of likes. 
Nothing wrong with that. I know, because you know, every day you're like, have you seen my story on Facebook? No, I don't look at stories. Well, because you know what? I use stories on Instagram and Facebook more than I do other posts. I mean, I th- I'll, I'll put the occasional post on both, but I like to make people smile. So if you are my friend on Facebook or you follow me on Instagram, check out my stories. Where you just tap the little thing. They're always... What, a few seconds, like 10, 15 seconds, but it's always something to make you smile or make you think or just chuckle or I can't believe Dave said that or posted that kind of thing. Well, I think if you want me to see something, you'll post it as a post because if I, if I see your story, then you see that I see your story and I don't need people keeping track of me of what I'm looking at. Google does that enough. Oh, well, then, jeez. Of course, we were talking about plants sleeping a couple of minutes ago, but we've also been talking a lot more on Into Tomorrow about sleep trackers lately. Well, now Google's Sleep API is using an artificial intelligence model to track user sleep patterns. Google says the feature will conserve battery life, centralizing data collection and analysis within a single application programming interface rather than using independent algorithms from multiple apps. That description alone would put me to sleep. Yeah. So I hope we didn't lose anybody that's now... Ah, Chris, wake up! Wake up, we got a show to do. We're still on the air. So just in case you care about the uh, Google Sleep API, there we go. We tell you how to sleep. Donald in Franklinton, North Carolina, listens on News Radio 680 WPTF. Hello, Donald. Welcome into tomorrow. Yeah, I have a Windows 10, and I've been using Hello Face for login, and all of a sudden it stopped working. So I went out and got a new camera after upgrading the Windows 10 software, and that did not seem to resolve the issue. So I've tried Googling and tried. 10 or 20 different things to try to get it fixed, and uh, it's still not working. When I try to go and set it up, it is not able to open the camera, is the message I get. Well, Donald, so you tried all those other things. You should have just called us first. I hope we can help you. It does sound like your issue is with the way Windows is accessing the cameras themselves. There are a few potential sources for that problem. It could be drivers. It could be explicit permissions. Or it could be some software that's actually blocking access. Now, the permissions are the easiest to check, so we'll start with that. Um, You can go to Start and Settings, and you should see an option for Privacy. Within Privacy, there should be an option for Camera with a switch to mark whether or not you want to allow apps to access the camera. Make sure that's turned on and that access is allowed. Now, drivers get a little trickier. The easiest first thing to try is to go to updates and make sure that you're fully up to date. If you're not, update and restart and try again. Now, failing that, you can still go to your start menu and search for device manager. Look for a branch called camera or imaging devices, it might say, and expand that. Within it, you should be able to see your cameras. If you can't, Go to the action menu at the top of the window and click on scan for hardware changes and see if it's picked up. If it does, you should be able to install the drivers and get it working from there. Yeah, there could also be software like an antivirus or anti-malware app blocking your camera from working. You should check your antivirus to see if there's a well-meaning privacy option blocking access to your camera. If that's the case, just turn it off. There you go. Good thing we have a commercial break. My smartwatch is saying, try standing up. Time for some exercise. We'll be right back. Is 
Is your bathroom looking old and worn out? Want to update it, but you don't know where to start? Then let BCI Bath & Shower show you how to turn that old bath into an aisle of beauty and functionality. Our residential bathroom solutions provide the best value on the market, and our customer service is second to none. Our cost-effective BCI Bath & Shower family of products has what you need. Remodeling our bathroom was a big decision for us. They didn't make a mess out of our house at all. And at the end of the day, we had a beautiful new bathroom. And it was a great experience the whole way through. We have the best monthly payment programs in the industry, with payments as low as $68 per month, or no interest, no payments for 18 months. That's right. Get the bathroom of your dreams now and pay for it in 2021. Call 1-800-694-7153 for a no-obligation price quote. That's 1-800-694-7153. When you want quality bathroom products at a great price, it's got to be BCI Bath & Shower. Call Trust me when I tell you that you, yes, you want to participate on Into Tomorrow. We've got some awesome prizes. We always do, but we've got some more awesomer prizes these days. Stay tuned. We're going to tell you about them in just a couple of minutes. But how does one participate anytime, by the way, 24-7? Well, my voice is still not there. Yours is. So tell them. The best way is to use the free Into Tomorrow app, which is available in your favorite app store. You download it, and there's an option there to send a message to studio, which you can record, and it'll email your recording to us with your question, your comment, your your help for another listener, your tech rage, whatever you want to tell us or ask us or anything. Just just participate with us. Anything. If it gets on the air, you win prizes. Right. That's not to say that everything that you send us get will get on the air. But But that's why I qualified (laughs) it. If it gets on the air, yeah. Now, you can say, happy birthday, Dave, even though it'll be belated. We'll just have to hold that call till next year. Yeah. Oh, no. boy. <laughs> mm. Well, we might sneak one or two of them on. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Or you could call our Ask Dave hotline anytime, 24-7-365, into That's 800-899-4686. Is it still my voice on the Ask Dave hotline? It is. Do I sound like this? No, you sound better. Oh, good. <laughs> well, that's encouraging. Uh, speaking of uh, healthiness... It's time for the Health Tech Minute. What if you could see your smartphone screen when it's still in your pocket? Well, the science fiction could become fact with smart contact lenses. With this week's Into Tomorrow Health Tech Minute brought to you by Dexcom, here's Alfred Poor. Thanks, Dave. It's a lot of fun living in the information age. I used to have to run to the library and spend hours looking up the answers to questions. Now, I just ask Google. But what if I didn't even have to look at my phone? What if I had a virtual screen that was always available? That idea is not as crazy as it may sound. Researchers have developed a way to incorporate flexible electronic circuitry in soft contact lenses. They created prototypes using standard Bausch & Lohm hydrogel lenses, but the technology can work with other lenses as well. The circuits could be used to create virtual displays so that you could discreetly read information without anyone around you seeing it. Smart contact lenses could even provide vision correction or aid people with limited vision. It would be like wearing a pair of augmented reality glasses all the time. For Into Tomorrow, I'm Alfred Poor. Back to you, Dave. Thank you, Alfred. That's cool. I will be among the first to give that a shot. I haven't worn contact lenses in, gee, 20, 30 years. I had LASIK and so forth. But I would do that. I think that's neat. 
of course, we'll see how it progresses. We'll keep you on. Uh, stay tuned, right? Keep you informed. The Into Tomorrow Health Tech Minute is brought to you by Dexcom. The future of diabetes management is here. Visit Dexcom.com to learn more. That's D-E-X-C-O-M dot com. When you call in and participate in your call gets on the air, meaning we get to hear you. We do send an occasional prize for emails and texts. But you want the good stuff? Let us hear you. You win some fabulous prizes. What do we got on tap these days? By the way, no promises, no guarantees. But mention any of the following when you call in. We'll do our best to get one to you. From Alarm, they sent a Fitbit Versa 3 to use with their Alarm system so that you know you're sick before you know you're sick. That's very cool. It works. How about from LFO? Infrared e-therm ear and forehead thermometers for babies, infants, and adults. From Benji Lock, we got a fingerprint bike lock so you can uh, secure your bike with just a finger. Oh, I like that. Pet Peanut sent us more of their fun new way to manage your tech rage. Trust me, you want one of these. From Jabber, we've got some Elite Active 75Ts. These are similar to the 75Ts, but more rugged versions. Ah. Uh, these are their wireless, uh, true wireless earbuds, and we have them in several different colors. Ooh, very cool. And if you haven't done your taxes yet, sorry to remind you, tis the season, we've got online codes good for any TurboTax product. To help you file your income tax fast and easily, they're good for their products, upwards of $200 even. So mention that, get your taxes done with one of the TurboTax codes that we can send you. And just participate on the show, 800-899-INTO or the Into Tomorrow app. Finding the right experts to help you grow your business is always a challenge. Chameleon Collective is a hybrid marketing service and consulting firm that is hyper-focused on growing businesses, from digital marketing to optimizing your sales efforts. Our experts drive results. Our work and track history, ranging from innovative startups to Fortune 500 companies, speaks for itself. Learn more by visiting chameleoncollective.com or call us at 1-800-914-0245 today. Welcome back into tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline in our 25th year on the air covering the latest in consumer tech, products and services, gadgets and gizmos, all sorts of things available today and into tomorrow. Our next guest is with a team that applies Google's expertise in all kinds of things, but certainly in AI, product innovation, and hardware to take on big healthcare challenges. I think it's safe to say he and his team have been quite busy these days. The head of Google Health is Dr. David Feinberg. Dr. Feinberg, welcome into tomorrow. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. Thanks, Dave. Glad to have you with us. So much going on. We talk on the show regularly the last several years, certainly about AI, but most certainly the last couple of months, we've all been talking so much more about health and various things that we need to be concerned with and how AI is playing such an important role. What is it that you guys are working on specifically that you can share with us these days? Sure. So a lot that I'd be happy to share with you. Uh, we're getting so many questions at Google around COVID and coronavirus, as you could imagine. A lot of questions about how to stay safe. And what we've really seen over the last month or so is a big increase in questions around people's mental health. When 
you think about it, it's like a perfect storm, right? Yeah. There's the infection, the job loss, the food insecurity, the social distancing leading to social isolation. Even before the pandemic, we know there's lots of folks with anxiety disorders. We're seeing a lot of them come to Google now. So what we want to make available is really authoritative information. So it's easy for you to learn about anxiety disorder. And we now launched our third, uh, what we call self-screener. So you can actually check out for yourself uh, your signs and symptoms of anxiety in a private way such that you can then decide does it make sense to get treatment. And we put up those resources in partnership with the National Alliance of Mentally Ill uh, because we want people to go from suffering to treatment in a shorter time period. So that's something we've been working on very hard over the last month or so to get depression, post-traumatic stress disorder, and now anxiety disorder treatment available, I'm sorry, screeners available to people so they can do these self-checkers. And wow, David, that is so important, I think especially these days, as you've mentioned, but also because whether or not people might be correct or not, there seems to be these concerns where folks say, no, I don't need to go talk to a doctor about this. Yeah, of course, I'm depressed, so is everybody lately. Well, but that's not the case. And I think for you to have a tool that is useful for folks to see whether or not they're, you know, acting in a way that the rest of us are, just kind of like, oh my gosh, we've got to get out of this and and move ahead, or whether they do need some additional assistance. And it's not a problem to do that and to ask for help. And I think what you're doing is is instrumental in helping folks' mental health on a on a huge scale. Yeah, I mean, our scale is 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 such that we think we can have a real big impact. You know, people with anxiety disorders can sometimes spend a decade before they share the symptoms of suffering with a loved one, with a family member, with a doctor, with a counselor, with clergy. So we want to decrease that period of time that people go from having symptoms and suffering to where they kind of understand what's going on and get treatment if necessary. And it's interesting. I just got a a message in the studio. My team Googled you to ascertain you're an actual medical doctor. So I imagine in your own practice, in your own uh, experience, you are seeing the the medical conditions that affect people as their mental health is also affected. Yeah, so I am a trained child and adolescent psychiatrist and adult psychiatrist and addiction psychiatrist and have the privilege of running the whole Google Health team. We have lots of doctors and nurses and pharmacists on our team. And our job, along with amazing, you know, engineers and product folks and other UX researchers, is to make sure that on any of the Google surfaces, when people come asking questions for health, that they're getting answers that are authoritative, that make sense, that help you take that next step in the journey. So I'm surrounded by a great team of clinicians um, that are experts in public health all the way to specialty. We do a lot of work with uh, diabetic retinopathy. We do a lot of radiologic work. So, you know, Google tools for doctors. It's a whole group of docs and nurses and others that are trying to make uh, this technology work such that it makes everyone live a better life, make it easier for you to stay healthy or get healthy. That is terrific. Kudos to you and your team for these kinds of things. I'm wondering if part of what spurred the initiative, I can't help but ask, is have you discovered that so many people are actually Googling, if you will, uh, some assistance in this manner? And then you figured we've got to do something where we certainly have a good team available to make this happen. Uh, Is that part of, of the initiative, perhaps? 
Dave, that's exactly the initiative. I mean, we're really here to serve our users and to be helpful to allow people to, you know, have health and success and knowledge. I mean, that's what Google is about. And so when we see users asking questions in the mental health arena, I believe it's our moral imperative to provide them with that authoritative information, allow them to figure out what the next step is. So that's exactly why we did this. Excellent. Well, and and again, you certainly are in a position to know when folks are searching for something where they truly need some assistance and they're desperately seeking appropriate information, you're able to say, we got you. (laughs) <laughs> and we've got that information yeah. for you, and here's what we can do to help. And that is so critically important. And then at, at some point, I'm assuming, part of what you do, you will then recommend that they see a medical professional at that point, that they see someone who can assist them uh, with any issues that they are dealing with. We do that through partnership. So it may be, here's what Mayo Clinic says, or here's what the National Alliance for Mentally Ill says, or the Mm -hmm. CDC. And they're the ones who would be saying, yes, this is the right kind of treatment. We just want to help organize that information, make it accessible, make it useful. Uh, But we need to be very careful um, that care takes place between a doctor and a patient, um, and that may be online, but we are not providing the diagnosis or the actual medical intervention. Got you. And and that makes perfect sense. You can't really do that, especially online. We talk all the time about folks going to WebMD or something else and diagnosing themselves. If it's for information, that's terrific. But make sure you seek the appropriate assistance if you really have an issue that, understandably, you'd be concerned about. And uh, and health.google is a certainly, certainly a great place to, to start with a, a lot of this as well. Uh, what are some of the tips, uh, Doctor, that, that you can provide to us that folks can use to make sure that they are getting the best information? You know, check the sources. So we really try to bring up the authoritative sources so it's easiest to find them. But you want to look for, you know, your trusted health, local health providers for the, you know, state departments of public health, the CDC, the the brands like Mayo that give great information. That's really important. The other tips that we're giving when you ask for advice um, is we want everybody to be at this time to be kind to their mind because we've seen so much of the mental health uh, questions come to us. So the tips we have there, and this was in partnership with the CDC, was we want everyone to pause and take a breath. We want everyone to take a break, and that could be a break from the news. We need to make sure you sleep and you exercise, stay connected, and if you're overwhelmed or unsafe, to seek out and get help. And what a great mantra, to be kind to your mind. And I think a lot of us don't stop and think about that. You know, we're concerned about the the health issues and and wearing a mask and do we need gloves and, and how do we then deal with things and washing our hands correctly, all the things that we hear a lot about. But then, obviously, it can get to us. And, in fact, it does get to us. So be kind to our mind is something that we also need to take into consideration, uh, perhaps more so than a lot of other issues we think we're dealing with. You know, Dave, you're, you're, you should have a job at Google because yeah. we started with do the five, and that was around wash your hands, cough into your elbow, don't touch your face, stay home, six feet. And that was our first public service. Mm-hmm. And then that then morphed into the be kind to your mind because we saw the questions coming in. So we tried to do both, and they came in that order. But I appreciate you uh, saying that. Uh, by all means. And we appreciate you uh, providing a, a few minutes to share some of that with us. Keep up the good work, you and your team, obviously. A whole bunch of folks there to help a lot of people. And visit health.google. 
no .com or .org or anything else. It must be nice to have your own domain like that. Well, we do, too. But, I mean, health.google will get you there. And, of course, we will get you there a mouse click away when you hit us up at intotomorrow.com. Dr. Feinberg, thank you so much for not only the work you do, but for spending a few minutes with us here on Into Tomorrow. My pleasure. Thank you, Dave, and stay safe. By all means, you too, sir. Dr. David Feinberg, the head of Google Health at Google, rather, health.google. Health.google will get you right there. Check it out. Live your healthiest life. And they talk about a lot of things that will help you a lot. And there's a picture of Dr. Feinberg right there on the page as well. I'm Dave Graveline. We continue bringing you further into tomorrow right here on the Advanced Media Network. Guys, by now, you've heard the great news. If you've wanted to try Viagra or Cialis, but were worried about the price, Blue Pills Direct can finally give you the results you've been looking for. Why pay almost $15 per pill when you can get the same results you need for only $2 per pill? That's right. Call today and receive 50 blue pills or 50 yellow pills for only $99. That's only $2 per pill and saves you almost $500 from your local pharmacy. Why wait? Call 888-914-4247 today and finally have those breathtaking, toe-curling moments again and again. Call 888-914-4247 right now and we'll rush your order discreetly packaged to your door. Just call 888-914-4247. That's 888-914-4247. Call 888-914-4247. This is Into Tomorrow on radio, the original social media, and or your podcast through our friends from Blueberry, or our stream 24-7 on our app and otherwise. So there's lots of ways for you to listen and participate on Into Tomorrow. Remember, call in and win stuff, and it's not just me saying that. You hear that all the time from Cameron. Call in, win stuff. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, it's all—it's so important to hear from Cameron as well. You do want to join us. How do they join us anytime, by the way, 24-7? You can call our Ask Dave hotline, 800-899-4686, which is 800-899-NTO. Or you can use the free Into Tomorrow app and send a message to us that way. And we much prefer that. Yes. You sound like you're right here in the studio, yes, on Chris's lap. No. But for my birthday, which is what we're celebrating today, I want calls. Please. That's all. So you call in and participate. We'll send you prizes, gifts for doing so. Well, this portion of Dave's birthday celebration is brought to you in part by HughesNet, America's number one choice for satellite Internet. Text RADIO to 35000 if you'd like more info. Again, text the word RADIO to 35000. You know, you make it sound like I was just promoting my birthday, but how often do we get to say we'll give you gifts for participating on my birthday? Every year. at Once a year. So <laughs> in between, it's just call in regularly. Well, it's always somebody's birthday. Yeah, that's true. Somebody on the team, you know, your birthday coming up. Hey, uh, Cameron's birthday is next month, yeah. so we've got to celebrate for him as well. So we'll keep that in mind. For everybody's birthday, any time of the year, call in you win stuff. Like Michael in Tyler, Texas, who listens to us on KTBB. Hey, Michael. I have a RV motor coach that is on Lake Fork, and it's covered by a carport, 
and the cell reception is not great or internet connection. I'm looking for a way that I can wire an antenna up on top of the RV carport to increase both cellular and internet signal. Well, Michael, if by internet you're referring to your Wi-Fi signal, you'll probably need two antennas. You can use a Wi-Fi repeater and a cell phone booster, but Wi-Fi and phones run on different frequencies altogether. Yeah, for your Wi-Fi, you may even be able to use an antenna from inside your motor coach. There are directional antennas that do not need to be mounted outside and can greatly improve your Wi-Fi reception. We've used USB antennas before and have noticed an immediate boost in performance. If you want a fully external antenna, you can find outdoor range extenders ranging from $20 to several hundreds. For example, you can buy a BAS 2307 for $30 or a Moshu sale antenna for $120 online. You'll still need to connect that antenna to an access point or router to distribute the signal to your devices, so make sure you budget for that too. Now, if the internet signal you're asking about is from cellular data, then a cell phone signal booster will take care of that along with the cell reception. You may want to look at SureCall and WeBoost. They both offer externally mounted antennas that can be connected to an internal repeater that will act like kind of a Wi-Fi router, if you will, but for your phone connection. Yeah, your phone will do all the work after you install that device, and you won't need to actively manage what it connects to. It'll just sense the strongest signal and connect to it. In this case, it will be the one coming from your booster. Yeah, now, Michael, keep this in mind. We've talked about this on the air for years, ever since cell phone boosters are available. You still got to have a decent cell phone signal nearby outside, in this case, outside of, of the RV. Just like when we suggest people can use them in their homes and their apartments and whatnot, you still got to find, you know, a window where you get the best reception and that's where you're going to put the base unit, that sort of thing. So if you have very poor cell phone signal in your area outside of any structure, it's not going to improve very much, if at all. Yeah, and what I use on my phone, there's a there's an app called Speed Test by a company called Ookla, O-O-K-L-A. Use it all the and time. I use it and do that. It's go- like Ookla, Fran, and Ollie. Yeah. Now I'm dating myself. You probably yeah. don't even know what no. that is. Uh, but go around to different areas around your RV with your phone and that app and do some different speed tests to see where you're getting the, the fastest speeds and best signal. And then that's where you would want to mount this antenna. Yeah, because you can use your phone, any device, any cellular device, and look for number of bars. Although we've also talked for years, that's not a, a real good indication. You can have solid bars and still a, a bad signal otherwise. But, we, oh, I got a lot of bars here and I'm getting good speed test. That's a much better indicator. Yeah, because you'll probably get better speeds with one bar of good signal than you will from like three bars of crap signal. <laughs> that's true. Uh, and if that's the case, then just go to a bar and have a drink. Yeah, that's but, what I do. <laughs> yeah, because I don't know that you'll get much else out of it. But, Michael, do let us know what works for you. And anyone else listening, anytime we give advice, and you notice we always try to give more than one or two product suggestions whenever possible. We try to play fair, and we try to be as objective as possible. Uh, when we say something sucks, we, we tell you that. When we say something's good and worth a shot, we tell you that too. So let's meet whenever you have time at intotomorrow.com. Sign up for our tech newsletter. Attention, those of you looking to go on a fun vacation and see the world on the cheap. 
Today, the U.S. dollar is worth even more in other countries, so there's never been a better time to travel outside the USA. The dollar is worth over a dollar thirty in Canadian dollars, and it's the same for Australia. You can fly there today and have fun and maximize your travel dollar. Your U.S. dollar is worth over three dollars in Brazilian reals, and it's worth over eighteen dollars in Mexican pesos. Plus, in Argentina, it's worth over twenty-seven dollars in Argentine pesos. Just think of the bargains you'll get, and the way you get the cheapest airfare to any destination is by calling tickets that cheap. Save up to seventy-five percent on your foreign vacation tickets. Don't wait. Call now. Eight hundred five eight six eight five seven one. Eight hundred five eight six eight five seven one. Eight hundred five eight six eight five seven one. That's eight hundred five eight six eighty five seventy one. Welcome back into tomorrow for the weekend of March 5th, 2021, with another Into Tomorrow Tech Tidbit. We hope you find it interesting. The original Xbox home screen contained edited snippets of actual transmissions from the Apollo missions. That's cool. Yeah, I thought that was neat and a nice homage to the Apollo missions. And of course they did that because that meant Microsoft didn't have to pay any royalties because since it was from NASA, it's all in the public domain. True. Do you ever watch Chris's This Week in Tech History, history videos? History, history, history. history. I do. I watch them every well, week. Well, not you. No. I, you notice when I not look at you, I'm looking into the control room, not at the folks in the control room, but at the audience uh-huh. out there on in, the air. In radio land. In radio land. So I'm asking them if they ever see your twith videos. And I, I hope the answer is yes every week. Well, if you don't, be sure and check them out. They're always posted there at intotomorrow.com. Check them out because Chris also uses a lot of free NASA video in his This Week in Tech History. History, history, history. So, but anyway, but do check them out because he tries to have a little fun with them, tells more of a story as well. And you got to get a nice picture about some of the stuff that we've been through. The younger folk will, will especially enjoy it when they think in terms of you know, wow, that was that long ago, or my dad had one of those, or my granddad did, or something. And the older folks will say, I remember using such and such that Chris is talking about. Or like when I was telling my son about a year ago, I showed him a portable cassette player I used to listen to, and he and his question was, you mean when you were a kid, you couldn't just ask your phone to play a song? No, because <laughs> the phone was attached to the wall yeah. with a wire, and you couldn't ask it anything. Uh-huh. And you had to take it off the hook and make a call and dial a rotary dial. And boy, that just blows him away. Uh-huh. Well, he's eight, almost nine, he'll tell you. Eight and a half. Eight, well, eight, eight and three quarters. That's apparently true. that three quarters is very important. It is, because next month, April, April 12th, he's nine years old already. Or April 7th. I mean, right, he April 7th. April 7th, 2012. It's the Rona brain. Yeah. I'm telling you, that's that's what it is. Don't forget you can listen into tomorrow 24-7 on our website. Streamguys.com helps us stream the last several weeks of Into Tomorrow nonstop at intotomorrow.com. While you're at intotomorrow.com, do please sign up for our free once-a-week tech newsletter. It's a double opt-in program. A little box should pop up, and we ask only for your email address, which we don't share with anyone. And then you'll get a subsequent email saying, are you sure? Because, again, we don't spam anyone. So click that link and voila, you're in. Among things like tech news and hmm, thoughts to make you smile and who's on the show this week and what prizes we have currently, 
We also have Beth's tech tip this week. Don't forget your protection. Uh, Antivirus protection is very important for your computer, and with so many options, you can always be covered. Oh, and Google-free Android smartphones are now available in the U.S. through the E-Foundation. We'll tell you all about it in this week's Into Tomorrow Tech Newsletter. Don't we also have uh, some tech history info and links to posts, all sorts of neat stuff? We do. We tell you what prizes we have with links to those prizes so you can see what we're giving away. Oh, yeah, like Pet Peanut. Check that out. And don't forget, if you haven't done your taxes, ask us for a TurboTax code when you call in and participate. 